0: you will become a biden and i know that was a reagan uh impression but still
1: was it a Reagan impression?
0: <laughs> um, No, it was my spirit being taken over by Ronald. It was half-assed, and that's what's important. I um, wouldn't
1: say it was half-assed. I would say it was her not asked. a Reagan
0: impression. <laughs> it was assless, much <laughs> like my chaps. Uh, yeah, I can record whenever. I'm doing door open, window open, cats out. I got the I got the orb. I want to see how much sound this orb could really cancel.
1: Well, nothing like an experiment for uh, for our listeners.
0: Mm-hmm. Why Why do a bonus episode experiment when I could do a normal feed, normal episode <laughs> experiment in the middle of the in the middle of their week of downloads?
1: Why did your dad happen to
0: have a cable? I don't know. Cuz like you you know what type of cable is used in the USB, yeah, mic for this, right? This was just laying around my house. You know what? I think I do know what it was actually. His podcast. His podcast. I think it is the cable from for the PlayStation 3 attachment. For the rock band microphone. (laughs) I think that's what this cable I'm using is.
1: And how did he know where it was?
0: Oh, we have a box full of just cables that we don't know what they're for anymore. And he just knew. Oh,
1: yeah, I have that cable.
0: Yeah. I brought it up and my dad was like, we have one of those. (laughs) My dad is constantly messing with techs with tech and shit he would know if we have stuff Why hate a new edition of we ain't seen nothing yet the only net
1: negative game show where one of us you know it's no longer net negative
0: we're making money yeah since when
1: uh since i paid for your meal
0: oh that's true
1: (laughs) i i paid you back and you have access to my paramount plus so Mm mm-hmm
0: the sh- I'm not net negative. The show might be. Well, uh, we almost did this recording in person, then decided why ruin our one day that we spend together recording an episode of this show that uh, Wesley does not enjoy doing. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host. Wesley. <laughs> no, we had a fun time in the town that Wesley lives in. <laughs>
1: Haven't we already said that I
0: live in Milwaukee? Well, we have now. I didn't want to be the one to say it. You're still hosting this episode, and I don't remember where we're at, so you take it away with the new script.
1: Well, I changed the part about the negative. I changed it to, you'll just have to say it next
0: time. The current score is Wesley, 9 out of a predicted 62, and Ethan, 0 out of a predicted 51.5.
1: Alright, we're talking about the best years of our lives. hmm And uh as I was laying in bed before this, much as Ethan is doing right now, <laughs> uh I was pondering whether our best shtick was said <laughs> yesterday over <laughs>
0: uh over, over a meal. Brunch. What yeah. did, what joke did we I don't remember
1: anymore. We talked about your Letterbox Comparisons. Oh, uh, okay. Best Hours of Our Lives.
0: (laughs) Well, I couldn't remember what this movie was called, and I kept calling it the best Days of Our Lives, which is wrong, because Days of Our Lives is a soap opera. Yes. But what would you say is the best Days of Our Lives episode? (laughs) You see, my mom watched
1: it a lot growing
0: (laughs) up, but what I remember more
1: was... This crazy-ass soap opera called Passions.
0: Have you ever heard of Passions? Passions? Yeah, of course I know Passions. Yeah, okay,
1: so if you're a listener and you don't know what Passions is, it's just a regular soap opera, but there's one twist where one of the characters is a witch, (laughs) and she has a doll who comes to life and is a child with dwarfism. It talks
0: like this you don't remember that i didn't watch passions i just acknowledged that i know passions how do you know passions and you don't know the
1: craziest standout part of passions
0: because i recognized the title as a soap opera i didn't realize knowing the title of some isn't the point of our show say that sometimes we know the title of something and that we don't know anything else about it no
1: what we consistently prove is that we know everything (laughs) about any piece of media that's presented to us
0: that's why our predicted scores are always so close to a (laughs) hundred percent
1: we only set them lower to be humble All right,
0: (laughs) enough jokes. Let's get into the serious things for a very
1: serious movie. We both know our listeners are sitting in their cars
0: alone. (laughs) (laughs) Idling on the side of the freeway. Wondering when their significant other will let them back into their home. (laughs) And saying, come on, enough of the jokes, just talk about the movie. (laughs) Because they are not allowed to listen to this at home. And for you, listener, (laughs) we see you. Rigoletto.
1: (laughs) Did you know Rigoletto was 45 years old? (laughs) I knew
0: it. I knowed it. Five kids. You knowed it to be true. (laughs)
1: So, I didn't score your quiz, so we're going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: old-fashioned way. What I did last week. Yeah. uh, For anyone wondering, I just opened my drawer of my childhood bedroom uh, so that I could rest my laptop on it. I found one blank CD. I found one disc from my Gurren Lagann Best Sound album from the anime Gurren Lagann. And of course a CD of Disney's Greatest Volume 1 For those of you that want to know What is on the Disney's Greatest (laughs) CD Please subscribe to the Patreon Or listen to the end of the episode That's right You can get end of episode content On our Patreon Early access (laughs) I hope that picks up You frothing at the mouth for content
1: Uh, uh... (laughs) Alright, so open-ended questions. So
0: far, Ethan, you're not doing great. That sounds like me. I'm just happy that I haven't strayed from who I am and what I believe in.
1: I think you just got the weirdest score (laughs) someone has gotten so far a quiz. Three? Ten.
0: <laughs> oh, whoa, we've, ne- we've never seen a ten before. Unheard. Just twenties. Because we're perfect. Is it hot where you are? It's hot where I am.
1: No, it's supposed to get really hot tomorrow. Tomorrow's the second to last day of school here in Milwaukee, and they called it for a half day because of <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's wild. <laughs> and um, now now the question is, are they going to call
0: the last time school? <laughs> too hot. Send the kids home. All right. So
1: you said, what is this movie about? You said it's a World War II movie and that war is an aspect.
0: <laughs> it is only a piece. It's not all about World War Two. It's more about reflecting on what happened to these men after it. But it is a war-inspired movie, very directly by the people who create I forgot to watch that documentary. Yeah, well, it's like four parts, but it's, mm. it's good. I, yeah, and when would I have time to have watched it? I watched the movie. Or I the went wedding. to a wedding. I went to your house. <laughs> what if we had just watched that? <laughs> Silent. <laughs> no brunch. Just watch When Five Came Back at Your Apartment.
1: Uh, you also said this was a sad men retrospective. For that, I'm going to give you half a point. The other ones that's, are just BS.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fair. It's it's not a sad man retrospective. It's a sad men retrospective. <laughs> or more like uh current day analysis. Mm. Sad men, clown. You, <laughs> men, you know when you sit down at your house and you do a current analysis of your life? <laughs> that's what this movie is. Then you fall in love.
1: What branches of the military do our three main characters serve in? You said Marine, Marines. Marines. When Mary is in the Marines. <laughs> what a Shout bunch of Marys.
0: Mary. <laughs> uh, and the Air Force. So I gave you 0. .66. <laughs> oh, that's why it's weird. I was thinking how you were going to score that when I was watching the movie. I was like, I shouldn't have said Marines because of course I shouldn't have but I did get two of them correct. (laughs)
1: Uh, And then your terrible answers. Well, I guess the next one isn't a terrible answer. It's not great. You said, what is Homer most concerned about on returning home with prosthetic hands? You said that Uh, he won't be able to hold his child.
0: uh, yeah. I mean, his concern was that his girl would see it, Wilma but he was kind of vague on it but I, I assume it's that she would be afraid that he would be afraid that she wouldn't love him he's it's, vague about it in the plane a little bit it's it's more like it would be the worst thing ever for her to see me in these hands or with these hands yeah but that it
1: becomes very crystal clear by the end when he shows her his routine yeah. at night yeah. that he would be he's
0: dependent on yeah. whoever he lives with I love that scene. That's such a beautiful scene. Did you know that was like his first acting credit ever? I talked about it with uh, Kira's mom afterwards. Of course she brought it in. <laughs> of course she brought You think that woman doesn't know every piece of trivia? I know was- she does. <laughs> she handed me the epic poem of which <laughs> this movie is based after the movie. And I didn't read it, but I should have. <laughs> I left it at their place. In the fire pit. I, I was like, oh thanks. Don't need this. Amy, if you're Saw listening. The movie. I, Amy, if you're listening, I didn't do that. It's still on the coffee table. And I wanted to read
1: it, I just didn't have time. What does Fred find to be his largest obstacle with finding work? He said that he's too ugly, too old, and stinky. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna say he's not all three of those things.
1: <laughs> he is quite handsome.
0: He, he is, is middle-aged, stinky. You're gonna you're gonna look at, at Fred and tell me <laughs> he's not a little bit stinky. He's trying to save money. He's not showering. I don't think he's stinky. <laughs> Sit there and defend how he's not stinky. I don't think he's stinky. You had I have smell. I think he has a I, nat- I think he's a natural musk. You saw how things. those
1: pheromones were raging in this movie. <laughs> they were raging.
0: <laughs> Ethan, what's uh, Fred's largest obstacle with finding work? Um, I mean, it's just that it's hard to find work right now because a bunch of soldiers are coming back from war and taking jobs. And I guess that he, quote unquote, doesn't have experience. Yeah, he doesn't have a formal education. Yeah. He only has what the
1: military gave him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then what does Al object to about returning to work at his old bank? You said uh, that he had to accept a lower level position.
0: Very much not true. It, the opposite uh, The opposite of that was true, but I don't know if he objected to that part. No. Um, he objected he, to returning at all. Oh, that's right. He didn't want to come back. He's like, I need more time. I just got back from the war. <laughs>
1: He also kind of objects to, it's kind of a capitalistic critique.
0: Yeah. Um, That'll be a through line for most of our movies this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like the only real
1: scene where I feel like Al is a compelling character. Well, I guess there's two. There's like the scene where he's sitting with his family for the first time in the living room that part's cool
0: um and then i would say more interesting than he is yeah
1: her her reaction is yeah more interesting yeah um
0: but his drunken toast that was cool i liked that scene that was a good scene it was the only time i was ever interested in Al's story (laughs) right yeah that's what i'm saying ethan i'm agreeing with you and now we're in a fight
1: and I hate you even more than I usually do, all right, multiple choice. What does Al do when he first sees his son? You say that he you said that he swings him around in his arms.
0: <laughs> no uh, that would be quite difficult. uh, his son is an adult man <laughs> uh who talks very strangely, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was a very good actor he seemed Uh, like he was someone straight out of leave it to beaver (laughs) oh for sure um he uh he he cups his hand over his son's mouth (laughs) immediately silences him he does the same thing to his daughter yeah just to surprise his
1: wife it's sweet once you realize what's going on but it's initially a very strange reaction (laughs) (laughs) uh why does
0: homer leave home his first night back you said he can't open the bathroom door no he does struggle with opening his own bedroom door uh and the rationale that i had for him leaving was somewhat correct but the action was wrong he drops a glass on the ground and then is so frustrated with himself that he does leave the house and uh i also would do that yeah especially with his
1: family like everyone is just on bated breath like no one wants to talk about his hands but they all they want to do is talk about his hands
0: the way that was shot was so interesting because you could tell that they were pitying him and that's the last thing that he wanted mm-hmm. and especially he would... like coming home a hero and like right he he wanted he wanted to talk about it so they could get it over with but obviously they were all too scared to upset him. Even though he's a pretty jovial dude and is very dexterous with his <laughs> hook hands. Right. Oh, the part where his dad lights the cigarette for him. When mm-hmm. he's like showing off that he could do it himself. It's devastating. Yeah. And that scene where
1: he smashes the window. Oh. And <laughs> the the way it's shot makes him the one time I'll talk about cinematography the way it's shot makes him look like he's like fucking frankenstein yeah no it,
0: that was super intentional and very well done talk about cinematography more i do all the time and i didn't i don't have any education in it <laughs> we've watched enough movies where we should be allowed to this critique it it's a game show <laughs> <laughs>
1: this isn't fucking uw madison <laughs> Uh, what does Fred's wife struggle with most upon his return? You said she misses how much money he made in the service.
0: I can't believe I was correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I found his story with his wife to be very compelling. It was cool.
0: Like they're two people It was people, cool how they treat it, was each cool. Other. it was I really loved their relationship. I think they could have <laughs> stuck it out. I think that's what a healthy relationship looks like. It's what mine looks like. He should have just spent a little more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, he had the money. What was he saving it for? Um, <laughs> Just a little bit. Get her a gift <laughs> now and then. Shut her up. <laughs> that's what you do, man. You shut your wife up for a little bit.
1: With a $5 bill.
0: <laughs> Which was $300 back then.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, No, the that relationship was neat to watch I've lost my entire train of thought so let's move on
1: extra credit who clearly loves Fred the most in this movie you said his boss
0: (laughs) Sticky Sticky loves Fred no it's it's Peggy no it's his father what Fred's father loves him the most it's so clear that Fred's father loves his son so deeply. Um, I mean, yeah, he would do anything for him. That's true. But he's only in two scenes, so that's why I didn't...
1: Yeah, but when you see, like, Fred completely blows up his father and, I would guess, his girlfriend. um, As we all do. But you can see, like... I don't know. Like, when you look at the facial expression of his father... Mm. Have you ever watched this movie again? Look at his facial expression. Because, like, there's so much that he wants to say, but he doesn't know how to communicate with his son. That's true. you can tell that there's, like, so much love and affection for his son. And he feels so disappointed that, like, Fred feels completely, like, disconnected from him. Especially when...
0: Especially when his dad goes over like his war records Mm -hmm. and that just completely devastates him that the world doesn't recognize Fred for the amazing person that his father thinks he is so yeah I I agree with you on that I feel like he only lusts after him (laughs)
1: What stereotype is challenging most in this movie about World War II soldiers returning home? You said that everyone was happy to see the soldiers return. I'd say that's correct out of the options that you gave me. I intended the answer to be the idea of a soldier returning home to a fairy tale marriage. Like, for most people, when they picture soldiers returning home, they picture that. Image of the soldier and the woman embracing each other and kissing each other on the street. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't. And I'm not saying. So much
1: of the. Each one of those stories is focused on family and marriage and mm-hmm. relationships.
0: But the reason that I. And I'm not saying that I think that's not a part of it. It is very much a part of it. But because we see. How, you know, Al has to treat these GIs at the bank, and how the banks aren't treating uh, our veterans properly. And then uh, Fred has all this trouble returning to work because he doesn't have experience. There's there's so much more to it than just the fairy tale marriage aspect. Not that that doesn't have the focal point. There's so much world building in the disappointment. Of a soldier returning home from war. Right. just the marriage.
1: And I think all of these are in the movie. Like, all the soldiers supported what they did during the war. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there's moments where they express doubts or not even fully knowing what was going on in the war. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. None of the soldiers really wanted to talk about what they did. They were open to talking about it, but with each other. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like, yes, the, everyone was happy to see the soldiers return. I would say most of the main characters in this movie that we follow were genuinely happy to see the soldiers return, but there yeah. were, that uh, there were antagonists in this movie that are depicted as, you know, the guy who's like, it's a, it's a shame you had to lose your hands for an unjust war or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a nuanced movie, and you provide me with a nuanced question with a nuanced answer.
1: (laughs) But, at the end, it's objective, and you get zero (laughs) points. Shit,
0: dude. How does Fred lose his job? Go to your bathroom, take a dump out of the toilet, and put it in your mouth. I deserve a point. Wait, are you saying... I left, the one a, who left I left a sticker decker. for you. I left an upper decker for you. <laughs> I thought it was Kira. Um yeah, hold on. Oh, I have to I have to give Kira the Wi-Fi password. Uh they didn't get all that food? Ethan? I'm doing shit.
1: <laughs> but it's a funny joke. <laughs> uh are you gonna answer the question i don't know what the question was did your parents or did your parents not get a pass
0: to six flags to get all that food they did not okay let's move on you know i always thought that johnny rockets was a restaurant that was specific to six flags great america it's not it's a chain there's one down the street from my current apartment isn't that weird that is crazy What about all the other restaurants? I don't know. Uh, Now I have a feeling that they (laughs) may also be chains that are just in Six Flags.
1: Hmm. Do you think they started... What do you think the etymology of it? Do you think it
0: started? started (laughs) I think there was a guy named Johnny who was shooting all the fireworks and they were like, we should name a restaurant after this guy. That's the etymology of Johnny Rockets. (laughs) But then (laughs) it did... It absolutely began in Six Flags, and one chef was like, hold on, we could do something with this. (laughs) How
1: does Fred lose his job? You said his boss is a Nazi sympathizer.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he was, but that's not the real answer. (laughs) He punches a Nazi sympathizer. Mm -hmm. Is that guy a Nazi sympathizer or just a dick? uh he said
1: that the nazis weren't really our enemies it was the reds so i would oh, say at that in, point in no way nazis you're sympathizing
0: with the nazis you know i that wouldn't is... say in a way i would say at that point <laughs> you're looking for a way to no no nazis. i'm not like look- i'm not looking for a way to get around it i just i just put the the dots together in my head that Um, that's exactly who the Nazi sympathizers that are still in the United States are. (laughs) And that's the exact logic that they use currently. Uh Those
1: damn reds. And keep in mind, folks, when the Nazis were just uh, an unorganized gang uh, that beat up people in the streets, they were targeting communists and socialists.
0: But. Wesley, the Nazis were socialist.
1: No, they weren't. They were capitalists, but they took socialist in their name to trick people into voting for them. True so or there false? You go.
0: Homer's girlfriend leaves him. You said true. I said true. Gosh, how devastating that would have been! <laughs> the most wholesome story in this movie would have been very different. She left him on their wedding day. <laughs> Like how fucked up would that be? I'm leaving a note that said, sorry,
1: it's the hands.
0: <laughs> they just don't do it for me. Uh no, sorry, I was sorry, you were right, it's the hands. I was I was smiling for the entire wedding scene. It, yep. it was just really nice. Just, and it's just really nice. <laughs> sometimes a movie isn't just nice. That was nice. <laughs> When they say I too I was going woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Jerry Jerry Why isn't there ever a positive Jerry Springer wedding? <laughs> yeah, where's the
1: uh uh who is the guy who got married on Johnny Carson? Me? <laughs> no. Don't tell Kira. What? <laughs> who is the guy who's saying tip Tiny Tim. Yeah, Tiny Tip. Yeah, why didn't they have a Tiny Tim-esque wedding on Maury? <laughs> Just a wedding between weirdos. Do you need help?
0: Um, True or false, Fred falls in love with Al's wife. You said false. Oh, thank God. Uh, Yeah. What if he did, though? What a different movie. <laughs> uh, he falls in love with Al's daughter, which is still a little weird, but... Yeah. Especially because we never really figured out how old Fred is. He seems significantly older than her, but I feel like back then that wasn't really a big deal to anyone. It should (laughs) have been.
1: You said it was true that Al gets fired from the bank after giving a small loan to a returning soldier. Mm, That's false. Uh, Y'all said it was true that Fred is the highest ranking soldier in the movie. That is true. That is true. Uh Homer's mom immediately weeps once she sees his hands. (laughs) You said true.
0: I think it's true, right? Yep. She can't hold on to it for a damn second.
1: Uh you also said it was true that the name of the city this movie takes place in is Boone Boone City.
0: (laughs) What a cool name.
1: Alright, and then the scream grab question. You want to talk about what's going on in this scene? Uh, uh, (laughs) Or were you you sleeping?
0: (laughs) Yeah, audience, I fell asleep during this movie. Because the exposition is long. But this is at the end. I'm trying to find... I don't remember what the picture is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Uh, I was trying to find it, which is why I was eyeing. Yeah, so this scene is when Fred is walking through the airfield where they're uh, taking apart all the uh, planes. And Mm -hmm. then it's where he finds the new job where he's going to work in construction, turning these old planes into housing.
1: He also has a very emotional...
0: Oh, he has a, PTSD he has a full moment. PTSD experience yeah. in, a, in a plane.
1: Which I think is, like, the most compelling scene in the entire movie. The way it's shot through the, like, dusty yeah. glass of the cockpit. I think about that scene a lot.
0: It's cool. It, it It's a very good job of, like, showing trauma without using, like, a hacky flashback. Mm-hmm. Like, that thing that's become so cliche where someone sees... Like, the there's a faded overlay of bombs dropping and explosions yeah. over a person's face.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you said this was a field full of planes that were destroyed during the war. Not exactly. Could have taken some damage. You said they were being dismantled solely for glass.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you said this was Al. Mm-hmm. And that he was sadly thinking about all the pilots who didn't make it back.
0: And this was a Boone City Christmas. Six points. I'm giving you one. Out of a possible four. I think two halves of points in there somewhere do add up to one point.
1: (laughs) All right, so I promised you that my bonus questions would be extremely (laughs) challenging.
0: Yes, I'm very glad that I fell asleep. And I want you to know, as I was nodding off, I was like, no, Wesley told me these questions were going to be hard. Stay awake. And the other part was like, I like this movie. Stay awake.
1: <laughs> How many pounds overweight was the guy's luggage at the very beginning of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is an open-ended question.
0: <laughs> I, I was awake during this scene, and I was clocking it, and I thought it was a good, uh, I thought it was a good scene uh I, is it there's nothing really i thought no i was thinking about it and i was like oh yeah this is how we prioritize the wealthy over our veterans um there but i think it was like 14 pounds overweight and 16 oh fuck you zero points <laughs> Again, he didn't do it earlier. Walk into your bathroom, pick up your upper deck toilet, which you haven't done for 48 hours, and eat that shit. You were not here 48 hours ago. That's what you think. I need your walls. Takara let me in to shit on your toilet. What is Boone City's baseball team's mascot? <laughs> oh, I definitely don't know this. I was fully asleep for this part. A, the
1: Bobcats, D, the Panthers, C, the Gophers, or C. The. Or D, the Beavers.
0: Yeah, I was asleep during any mention of baseball. I'm going to go with the Bobcats. And Beavers. I, was, I felt Beaver in my bones. It's in their car right back. Mm. Yep. And they ask how
1: the Beavers are doing this season. I was out. They're not doing good. I was gone. <laughs> I was a goner. True or false, Al has been married for 25 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Man, am I glad that I guessed I would get under 50% of the possible points for this season. <laughs> Uh, um. false it's more you get the point it's false but, but it it's is 20 like, uh, okay. <laughs> as I said it's more I was like he doesn't seem old enough for it to be more than that so
1: Ethan before I review your score for this quiz um, would you watch this movie again
0: okay Taking into account, I did fall asleep and I need to be very clear with the audience that I did that mostly because I had a very stressful (laughs) trip to a house that is not my own. I was acclimating to a two hour difference of time zone and threw this on before I had a very busy day coming up.
1: And to be fair, it is a long movie. It's
0: three hours. The
1: beginning is paced slow, purposefully. But I really yes. don't think people our age are accustomed to a movie that's paced this slow.
0: <laughs> I knew I At had, yeah, I knew I had to watch this movie. If there was a time, and I think there will be, I may want to watch this movie again. I really have to be in the exact <laughs> correct mindset. Or the same thing is going to happen.
1: You gotta watch this in like an afternoon. Like a weekend afternoon. I did. I did do (laughs) that. Well. (laughs) I don't know what to do for you.
0: Sunday morning movie. It's a Sunday morning movie. Sorry, I
1: just got invited to a (laughs) Oregon high school class (laughs) reunion.
0: (laughs) Is it a nine year reunion? No, the 10 year is going to be two years. Are you going to go? I don't know. You don't have an excuse. You live close enough. I do. Brandy has an excuse to not go, but she'll probably go. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which high school is having a nine-year reunion? Uh, is that Jake's? Yeah. Why are they having a nine-year reunion? Because they want COVID now.
1: <laughs> they can't wait a year.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, I would give this movie a rating of good. Um. I just really like this movie. I've only seen it twice. It's not a movie that I can re-watch frequently. Steven Spielberg watches this movie once a year.
0: No. No, 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 no. He has a private showing of it. Can't be done. And he invites friends. (laughs) I realize that this is like every director's favorite movie. (laughs) Yeah. I understand why. I wouldn't watch it every year. I would say the romance is kind of hackneyed. it's It's in there it's fine it's a bit more nuanced than other romance movies at the time just in that yeah there is a a moment (laughs) there's a divorce even yeah yeah. at the time that's a lot Mm -hmm. Peggy has a crisis where she where her dad actually sits down with her he's like do you actually think that he loves you and do you really love him or is this a fleeting feeling right people don't have that talk even now? Even now. I've never had that talk. <laughs> Just wait, I'll give it to you during your bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> my definite what my bachelor party that's definitely going to be shared. Shared? Yeah, it's going to oh, be a bachelor Kira? yeah, it's going to be bachelor oh. and bachelorette party. Oh, well,
1: I'll give the talk to both of you. <laughs> <laughs> sure? <laughs> You're At sure. At the You're same sure. time, I'll also forbid Kira. <laughs>
0: Stay away from him. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to Uh, say that I was hassled at a restaurant (laughs) on my day off for rating this movie too low on Letterboxd.com. And I have since changed my rating.
1: (laughs) Folks, I just want to share the comparisons. (laughs) Because... He can write this movie whatever he wants, but it's what he's comparing this movie to. (laughs) This movie is apparently just as good as Blades of Glory. (laughs) This movie is just as good as Spider-Man 3. (laughs) This movie is just as good as 22 Jump Street. And this movie is just as good as 2009
0: Star Trek. And I changed-JJ Abrams. <laughs> you did I it. Did it. <laughs> he went to one of those Spielberg showings and he was like, I'm gonna blow this shit out of the water. <laughs> I'm gonna beat this movie at exactly the same level
1: <laughs> with the Star Trek movie. When I hate Star Trek. <laughs> Don't know a thing about it. <laughs> I'm going to make it more like Star Wars. And you know what? It's going to be just as good as the best years of our lives.
0: Wesley, <laughs> I have a question for you. Does the black and white make this movie boring? Um, I would say the first act
1: doesn't do the movie any favors. <laughs> <laughs> um, It makes the CGI below the... Not CGI. Well, I guess it... In a way. I don't know what it well, is. Well, it's and CGI. The projection. For, yeah. <laughs> the projection below the ship. It makes it more stomachable, <laughs> mm. um, but I would say during the more inspired moments that we've already talked about, the the cockpit PTSD moment, the like Frankenstein's scene.
0: Uh, I want to shout out the wedding part little, where, yeah, um, everyone goes to hug Homer and Wilma at their wedding, but then everyone runs to the side, but the camera stays on fred and peggy that looks really cool in black and white mm-hmm. but the early part of this movie is somewhat boring due to the black and white i need a little <laughs> bit more going on visually to compensate for the not much going on <laughs> dialogue yeah the uh
1: the high school i went to school with who complained about the 12 angry men being in black and white
0: you would have been whining during <laughs> this movie, but only during the first act That he would have just been like, what's going on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why is he so sad? Why are they
0: still (laughs) talking? This is a war movie. Where the gun?
1: Uh, Ethan, you got (laughs) 8.16.
0: I've done worse. All right. Uh, it's my favorite moment of every episode we're like oh we have to transition
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we have not smoothed it over since the beginning
0: Uh, we'll be back and we're back (laughs) welcome back (laughs) it's late I'm hot I'm tired I'm quizzing Wes on the apartment now that he's seen mine he can Oh, these are all pinpoint accurate to your experience <laughs> in your apartment.
1: How? Spe- if you placed a tennis
0: ball in the middle of my <laughs> dining room, which direction would it roll? True or false, the floors in the apartment of <laughs> this character are as squeaky as yours. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, he got it. Guys, guys, he got it. <laughs> he knows the decibels. Uh, open-ended question numero one. And just to be clear, I said decibel, not decimal. He knows the measurement of sound, idiots. I took sound and light for, uh, for the arts in college. And a lot of good it's doing on this game show, where he's not allowed to discuss any of that. He tried. Because I don't remember. <laughs> he tried once and I scrubbed it. My data banks. Data banks, data banks. Just living in the data banks. Whoa. Log Horizon fans, that was for you. Um, Cyber Chase fans, this is for you. Cyber Chase,
1: we're moving. We're beating Hacker at his game. Motherboarder. <laughs> <laughs> Out of this world,
0: because we we know that cyber chase fans only care a little bit.
1: (laughs) We got the power of one, two, three, four running into cyber
0: chase, meeting
1: face to face.
0: Question number one: Why haven't you seen this movie? (laughs) Question number one: Uh, why haven't you seen this movie and what happens in it?
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure... This is the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, oh, God. I always fucking forget his name. He's the guy that talks like this. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. I'm pretty sure this is the movie where he plays someone who is, like, an, an invalid. Like, he stays in his apartment. I don't know if he's sick He's just choosing to do this. I think he's old. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a wheelchair. Okay. And he thinks he's witnessed a murder from his apartment window. Okay. In another apartment across the way. Okay. I haven't seen this movie because... Uh... It wasn't on my Alfred Hitchcock box (laughs) that I had. It was just his early works. A lot of them were
0: boring. (laughs) Because they were in black and white. They would have been in color. Hitchcock's movies would have popped.
1: Murder on the Orient Express.
0: Mm. Would have loved to have Mm. seen that
1: black train Mm. (laughs) smoke (laughs) instead of the black... Smoke. I did see.
0: Question number two: What is CC Baxter, played by Jack Lemons, apartment used for? Repeat the question. What is CC Baxter, open parenthesis played by Jack lemon close parenthesis, used for? What's the apartment used for?
1: Murder. That's where he sees the murder, Ethan.
0: murder is seen here question number three what present does Baxter receive from his ex every Christmas this is not the Jimmy Stewart movie. this is not the Jimmy Stewart movie
1: what is the what is
0: the Jimmy Stewart movie I don't know what it's called look it up now I'm genuinely interested I'm just glad you figured it out now. Otherwise, this quiz rear was gonna... window, rear God damn it. window. <laughs> God damn it! I know nothing about this movie. Let's go. What was the question? <laughs> what present does Baxter receive from his ex every Christmas? Uh A severed finger, Um a rose,
1: and a baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: baby every year this one's for you this one's actually yours it's not a it's not i haven't seen you in a year well this is my baby i just witnessed a murder Uh, hello my baby hello my honey um and then (laughs) well I asked you what the apartment's used for, but I also need to know what traumatic event occurs in Baxter's apartment. Murder. Murder. (laughs) Oh, boy. Moving on to some questions that may give you some context as to what this movie is about, (laughs) as opposed to Rear Window. Uh, How many executives uh, at the beginning of the movie... Are renting out Baxter's apartment. A. One. Baker's dozen. A. One very horny executive. <laughs> B. T- <laughs> horny. <laughs> B. Two medium horny executives. C. Four medium horny executives. Or D. Ten of the nastiest adulterers you've ever seen in cinema.
1: I'm going to go with,
0: it's either B or C.
1: B is, I lean towards B because of Some Like It Hot, like there's it's another duo buddy comedy. But it could be four and it could be more of a, uh, what do you call those?
0: Swingers? Those type,
1: no, those types of comedies where it's like, a farce? Yeah, a farce.
0: Hmm. I'm gonna go with B. Two medium horny executives. Yes. Alright. At the time, Hollywood just couldn't do four. It was too many executives to be horny and The audience just couldn't believe it. I've never Of course now that. we do. <laughs> they were like, 35, need five, six! Well, now we could take 10 nastiest executives. <laughs> We're ready for 10 of the nastiest executive <laughs> adulterers you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen it's complicated. I've seen...
1: uh uh What's that?
0: <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to spend the rest of the movie just guessing about movies. Thinking about other movies that you don't remember the titles <laughs> of. Uh, multiple choice number two. What floor... Does Baxter work on? A the second floor. B the nineteenth floor. C the twentieth floor. Or D the twenty-seventh floor. Twenty-seventh. Okay. And then I'll give you a little uh, I'll give you a little bit of a bonus question, a little bit of a bony. Uh of these floors, which one do the cool executives that he wants to be work on? 2nd, 19th, 20th, 27th. Where are the cool guys? 27th. He's one of them. He's been one of them. Or I'm just doubling down on it. <laughs> Multiple choice number three. Which of these jobs that no longer exist does a love interest Miss Kubelik have? Is she A. A switchboard operator B. An elevator operator c a bowling pin setter or D, a human alarm clock?
1: Um, I'm going to say, no. I feel like elevator operators back in the day were mostly men. I'm going to say the human alarm
0: clock. Hope alone. <laughs> we're bringing it back. <laughs> All right, multiple choice number four. Which of these objects does Baxter use to strain spaghetti? A. A colander. B. A tennis racket. C. His hands. Or D. He pours the pot of pasta in the sink and just really hopes that he doesn't lose any of it. <laughs>
1: uh, it's probably D, but I'm going with C. I want to see if to <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, and then the final multiple choice question. What locations are used for the meetups of an affair prior to these people start just using Baxter's apartment? None. There's no affairs. Oh. <laughs> My phone's really loud. Um, so which of these locations does a couple use for affair meetups? I don't know of a better word for that. A... A borderline offensive-looking Chinese restaurant. Lovey time,
1: I believe is the technical term
0: <laughs> for lovey-dovey times, but no wife. Slamming cheeks, knocking boots, slamming ass, if you will. Railing. <laughs> Which location is used for post-mar or er, extramarital railing prior to finding Baxter's apartment? A, mm-hmm. a borderline offensive-looking Chinese restaurant. B, one of those phone booths in a convenience store, C, a very busy bar, or D, a different administrative assistance apartment. I'm gonna go with A. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So offensive about it? Um,
1: probably the actors, mm-hmm. the reactions from the white actors. <laughs> Um, Amanda Bynes lives above the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you make me remember what a girl wants in this episode.
0: <laughs> oh boy. That does happen. They go- oh, they wear the fucking dresses and they go... Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. Thank you, Brandy. <laughs> we got a true or false. True or false number 1. Baxter's neighbors know that he sublets his apartment. False. Okay. True or false. We never see Baxter take a woman back to his own apartment. False. True or false. After getting promoted, Baxter built After getting promoted, Baxter still buys his new hat on sale. He still buys, uh, like, a cheap hat. Yeah, true. That one's really hard. I didn't that one.
1: <laughs>
0: what the heck? What the heck is this game? Are you trying to make me lose or something?
1: <laughs> Ask me questions on Dudo. <laughs> you're,
0: you're a jerk. Ask me more questions about Rear Window. <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen it, but I know more about it. Uh, true or false, the last line of this movie is Shut up and deal True Okay. What? What's the context? Those will be my last words <laughs> You're going to be sitting on your couch Looking at the characters and just go Shut up and deal <laughs> Shut the fuck up <laughs> God, I hate you the context of saying shut up and deal uh
1: he's on his deathbed
0: (laughs) shut up and deal with your death (laughs) the final hiccup uh and the final true or false question santa quickly downs a very dry martini olive and all true all right let me copy this photo and send it over to you. I can't wait to send you this photo just so you can look at it and be like yeah I don't know what this movie is at all
1: alright this is Jimmy Stewart in his bed <laughs> Jimmy Stewart's in the bed this is Mr. Lemon maybe
0: <laughs> you're yes. telling me you don't know what Jack Lemon looks like <laughs> he was younger tighter. Um, this is too tight to be Jack Clevin.
1: <laughs> so I'm guessing this is his wife. She's bedridden. She's probably sick, maybe even dying. He keeps her company by playing cards. Um, he, They're soulmates. Um, he just wants to be by her side. But uh, this is probably towards the beginning of the movie before he gets pulled into all the antics of the horny executive Mm -hmm. where there's probably going to be women throwing themselves on him, but he stays pure because marriage is between one man and one (laughs) woman. Don't take away points for me seeing that (laughs) during
0: Pride Month. (laughs) During Pride Month? Uh, uh, folks listening, uh, should I, should I make him (laughs) insta-fail this quiz for saying something like that during Pride Month? Um, so I will ask, how do you think she's feeling? How do you think this woman is feeling in this scene? Sick. Tired. Over it. She's bored.
1: She wants him to just leave her alone. Okay. Just give her some leeches and let out some of her blood and (laughs) give her some peace.
0: Bleed me out. (laughs) All right. That is the end of the quiz for the apartment. Uh, I... Bye. (laughs) (laughs) the current score is ethan 8.16 and wesley 9 you can find this week's movie uh i think it's on hbo max if it is not uh then you will have to rent it you can follow us on twitter at we ain't seen it where i will post the photo for the movie after i finish the episode sorry last week's was late i've been doing stuff it'll probably be late this week too on Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterbox at E Geese, where you can see how j- just absolutely fucked my star ratings for movies are. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley, where he's relatively consistent. And remember to watch Rear Window; it's probably good. That's why we're talking about it. Bye bye. Bye.